بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین وصلاۃ وسلام علیہ اشرف الانبیاء والمرسلین محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وآلہ وسلم تسلیم کثیر کثیر فم آباد اللہ سبحانہ و تعالیٰ سیڈ اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم لن تنال البر حتیٰ تنفقو مما تحبون وما تنفقو من شیئن فإن اللہ به علیم Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, you cannot reach al-bir, the level of, the highest level of piety, until you spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, mimma tuhibbun, that which you love the most. And Allah knows, inna Allah habihi alim, wa ma tunfiqu min shayin, fa inna Allah habihi alim, and what you spend, that thing which you spend, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of that. Meaning, whether it is your most beloved or not, Allah knows. So it's not a matter of deceiving. Abu Talha al-Ansari radiallahu anhu, when this ayat was revealed, came to Rasulullah and brought the papers for his most valuable property, a date orchard in Medina. And gave it to, and gave the papers to Rasulullah and he said, Ya Rasulullah, I am donating this property in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Please give it away in charity. Rasulullah said, Why? He said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed desire. This is my most beloved property, and so I am donating it in the path of Allah. Rasulullah accepted it and he said, He returned it to him and he said, Distribute it among your own relatives. This is the hikmat of Rabbi Sallam, and that's a different uh, topic. But the point I'm making for you is, and there, are, and there are several other stories related with how the Sahaba behaved when this ayat was revealed. And of course, um, I don't even like to use the word side note because it's not a side note, it's, a, it's the main theme, uh, which is that it bears reflection of how the Sahaba treated the revelation of the Qur'an. They treated it as if it was being revealed to them for them. They didn't see it as something which is, uh, you know, separated from them, distanced from them, uh, intellectually interesting. No, they saw this as, this is my Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu speaking to me. Allah is saying, you cannot reach me until you give in the path, in my path, in my name. That which you love the most. Is Allah speaking to me? Is Allah speaking to you? This other sahaba, sahaba saw this. Now think about this. Why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying, give in the path of Allah that which you love the most? Because this is the condition of love of anything. Whether it's a individual, whether it's a an interest, whether it's a passion of this or that. People who have a passion for photography spend every waking moment learning about it, doing it, excelling in it. They take a thousand pictures and they mercilessly trash all of them because those thousand pictures are not up to the standard that they ha- that they hold for themselves. Right? Uh, similarly, there are people who are interested, whatever they're interested in, their, their whole life, their whole time, is spent in that uh, activity. They don't grudge that. They will wake up, take people who are interested in the sport, 
in cycling in walking what not have you ever somebody who is genuinely interested somebody who is not just interested but for whom it's a passion have you ever heard them complain about the long hours have you ever heard them complain that they have to wake up early have you ever heard them complain that they have to travel long distances to take part in this race and that race and not that they win the race right people running marathons they go across the world people come to run the boston marathon the new york marathon the london marathon from all over the world right they're spending thousands of dollars on plane tickets and what not hotels and so on just to go and run on the road because they are passionate now you, i may not understand that passion you may not understand the passion but we don't need to understand we have our own passions and if you don't have a passion then it's something to you know to to regret uh because life is not just drawing breath so the passion the biggest and the and the best passion and the most beneficial passion is the passion for the rida of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and somebody who is interested in the rida of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not complain about taking trouble for allah doing more for allah because doing more is the definition of love the definition of love is not doing less the definition of love is to do more now the reason i'm saying that is because this is one problem with our islam with is with, with the islam of most of us today the problem is that we do not want to take the trouble to do more we are constantly complaining we are con- constantly hunting for fatwas to do the basic minimum and get away with it right seriously and we will not face the fact that what we are doing is really a sign of our own lack of confidence in our deen a lack of confidence and a lack of pride in our deen our culture take for example muslims who shave ask them why do you shave they will tell you any number of reasons except i don't have the confidence to face the world with a beard i do not have the confidence to say i am wearing this beard because muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to wear a beard he told us to wear a beard he ordered us to wear a beard he praised those who wore a beard he praised him his own beautiful face and he said this is what my rab ordered me to do but unfortunately i don't have the confidence to adopt it for myself that is the truthful answer my sisters who don't wear a hijab why don't you wear a hijab because you do not have confidence now if you do not have confidence to demonstrate your faith if you do not have confidence to express your faith what kind of dawa do you, you think you can do how do you think you can support this faith is this faith going to be supported by people who have no confidence in it and all you need to do is look at look at look around yourself and you will find plenty of people with beards and pen, muslims with beards and pen, plenty of muslims muslim uh, muslimas with with hijab muhajibat and they have confidence alhamdulillah there's an ongoing battle in india about this hijab hijab issue where the 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 extremist forces are trying to take the hijab off the heads of women i mean imagine fighting women la hawla wala quwwata illa billah how shameful is that but the point i'm making is that unless we have confidence in ourselves how are we going to win anything ask anybody in any situation in life is confidence important or not and if you do not have confidence somebody does not have confidence what would you tell them 
if somebody is dying of stage fright they might have the best most beautiful ideas in the world but if they do not learn how to how to speak on stage public speaking which is very painful to learn but which is obviously very very possible to learn if they don't learn that their ideas will die with them and go in the grave they are, their ideas will not will will never be born because nobody will know what they had to say so also with writing so also with everything the point here is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying spend in the path of allah that which you love the most to begin that conversation we must ask ourselves what do i really love allah or not and if i love allah subhanahu wa ta'ala am i willing to do more or am i going to hunt for fatwas or am i going to look for loopholes to do the least this minimalist kind of thinking with respect to deen this is our this is the millstone round our necks which will drag us to the bottom of the of the of the lake and drown us we must ask ourselves this thing we like to customize our religion we like to push everything to our convenience just ask yourself one question why did allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say fawailul lil musallin alladhina hum an salatihim sahun after all the man is praying why is allah saying curse on curse on them is allah saying woe to them because they delay the salah you might say well you know after all i'm praying i mean if i delayed it so what because you are delaying the salah is an indication of your arrogance it's an indication you are saying that the salah i will pray at my convenience i will not pray when my rabb wants me to come i will pray when i feel like coming and your rabb and my rabb is saying i don't need your salah right if you don't want to come when i call you when my muazzin says ayala salah ayala fala when the time for salah starts right giving giving us uh, any reasonable leeway but if you delay it to an unreasonable extent then what are you doing you are allowing your personal convenience to supersede the hukum of allah to present yourself in his darbar so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying even if you are praying that prayer is worthless it is not accepted fawailul lil musallin alladhina hum an salatihim sahun alladhina hum yaraun because they show off so the prayer is not even for allah the prayer is to show people how pious you are I request you let us think about this and say why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put a condition to say you will not reach piety until you spend in the path of Allah that which you love the most and that begins with asking us asking ourselves the question do I love Allah and if I love Allah what is the proof of that wa sallallahu alaihi wa sallam bi al-karim wa alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika ya rahman ar-rahim